morning beautiful ones and welcome to truth it's jan aka the og brooklyn girl and today we're going to talk about the hills we wish to die on oh yes so that seems to be something um on twitter mostly social media i've noticed that a lot of people choose random hills to die on and if you're not sure of what that means it's usually a topic um a topic of discussion, a personal discussion, something where someone's willing to put their whole, basically, media, social media career on the line to be right about this one particular thing, you know, so that's why it's called the hills you choose to die on. So this week, it's been about the level of homophobia that has come out after Kevin Hart's forced apology when he didn't want to apologize in the first place about tweets that were nine years old and people had things to say and then other comedians were defending him and everything like this. So I'm really at the aspect in life where it's more of just, if you really want to apologize, no one has to force you to apologize. That is the whole thing. It has to be something that comes from you and not someone dictating or PR person or your marketing machine telling you, you need to fix this. No, you have to genuinely be sorry. Now, I'm not sure if Kevin is actually genuinely sorry for stuff he tweeted nine years ago. I'm not that man. All I know is his actions. This is a man that cheated on his wife with his now current wife and then ended up getting caught with another woman and then had to publicly apologize because he publicly embarrassed her and now she has to follow him everywhere. So his actions, to me, speak a lot of volumes about the fact that he hasn't grown up from anything. So I I don't really suspect that he's even grown up or really apologized for the fact that of what he tweeted out a long time ago. So then we have people like D.L. Hewley who decided that they want to pick this hill to die on to defend um, Kevin Hart. Now, the thing about this is you need to really, these people really need to keep the same energy when it comes to everything else. That includes racism against black people. That includes any sort of topic in which people who are marginalized feel even more threatened or feel even more disrespected. You can't just pick and choose. Well, I'm going to be defending my black man because he's a cis hetero male about these homophobic jokes because, you know, he really didn't mean anything or whatever. It's just a joke. But if someone who is not black decided to make a very terrible off-color joke about black people, he would be the first one down their throat. And this is why I said you can't be that person. You can't just pick and choose what hill you want to die on unless you absolutely don't give a fuck. But as a black person growing up in in just black culture, I realize we still have problems with homophobia. Half of my family is from the islands, and I know in the Caribbean they have a huge problem with homosexuality in general, where a lot of homosexuals are killed just for the fact that they're homosexual. Doesn't even have anything to do with the fact of them just living their everyday lives. The fact of knowing that they like the same sex is a problem, and these people are killed for that, which does not make sense to me. It never made sense to me. What does someone's sexuality have to do with them as a person who lives, eats, breathes, goes to work, does what they need to do? If And the thing about this is that 
take it more to that level. If a person who is of your same sex or gender hits on you, let's say you're a man and you get hit on by a man and you can calmly say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm heterosexual, but I appreciate the compliment. Most of the time, if it happens, it's a mistake and they will feel enough embarrassment as is, but don't compound on it. Take it as a compliment. Look, if you can attract both sides of the spectrum or whatever, you know, there's not, I don't know too many people that can actually do that naturally on their own. And I'm not talking about the, you know, like when people say they would go gay for someone because they think they're attractive, you know, I hate that term. But, you know, when you see someone who's attractive and you, and you know, you hit on them and then they're like, oh no, I'm not, but thank you. You're already embarrassed. That person's already embarrassed. Do not make them feel worse. Do not threaten their lives. Do not kill them just because of these things. That doesn't say anything about you as a person. There's no vibes you're giving off that like, oh, do I give off something that I'm, you know, I only, I like homosexuals. Who cares? You know, attraction is a whole different animal. But the thing about this is people need to keep this same energy for everything that's socially incorrect. That is what it needs to be. We can't just be like, well, I'm against transphobia, black, whatever. No, you're against people who are constantly marginalized and disrespected. It doesn't matter what level it is. And I know sometimes we get really overwhelmed with the amount of injustice in the world. That is a fact. There is so much stuff going on that it's hard sometimes to keep, sometimes it can be tiring to try and defend and everything, but you can't give up that fight. But to be like that toxic black male masculinity about home like homosexuality we can't even look like we have family members who are gay and it's always whispered about like I remember growing up I had a gay uncle and it was very much whispered about like I was like what difference does it make what difference does it make My uncle used to go to work. My uncle used to drive me and my cousins to the mall. He used to take us to the movies. He didn't do anything that people would be suspicious of. But he was gay, which means he had a boyfriend. All I ever knew was that he loved this man. And to know, you know, and then because I'm 42 and everything, you know, the hidden racism, which is now thoroughly out and out in the world and all these terrible things. But... You know, to know that my uncle probably had to do a lot of things to try and hide it as best as he could because he knew the world he lived in. When we know for facts that people who are transgender most don't live past the age of 35 because someone feels the need to murder them, you know, or a gay man can't live past a certain age or a lesbian. Like, these are things we fully know and we're fully tangible about. I mean, I just saw that a, a gay couple in Las Vegas was killed. What sense does that make? But then to be like, well, they're just jokes. They're not just jokes. Most jokes, like a friend of mine used to say, most comedians now are kind of the, what we would consider like the modern day philosophers, modern day Socrates, modern day Aristotle, modern day Plato. In the sense of they tell of what society does. They just put a fun, funny spin on it. But most of it's not funny. Rape jokes aren't funny. 
homophobic jokes aren't funny. We're being taught about how language has changed. We've learned this. We're going through years and years of it. And I know there's an adaptation to it because when you're used to something or you have a habit, it takes at least 30 days for that habit to change. So when you've been ingrained in something for years and years and years, I get it, but I'm not excusing it because if you were really sorry, if you were truly sorry when that shit came up, like, you know what? I am sorry. It shouldn't be the academies forcing to apologize. It shouldn't be, well, you know, now that I got my boys backing me up, now I feel even more entitled to stand where I was or why I didn't want to apologize in the first place. Here's the thing. If you're going to be wrong and strong, then be wrong and strong. But expect shit to change in your life. Expect your checks to be minimal. Expect things to not go the way you want them to. This is how life works. There is a cause and there is an effect to it. So if you do something... This is what's going to happen. Plain and fucking simple. I'm still trying to figure out why people don't get that. Everything in the world has a balance to it. Everything. So the fact that you're, you know, you're up there talking about this, you know, like I I didn't really want to apologize. You didn't really want to apologize to your ex-wife and, you know, with cheating with your current wife. And then you had to publicly apologize for that because you knew you were doing shit you shouldn't be doing. To me, apologies don't make sense if you don't really mean it. Most motherfuckers apologize because they got caught, not because they grew from it. Most apologies don't. If you knew you fucked up and you never got caught, would you really apologize? Probably not. Most people don't apologize if they never get caught for anything. They don't. They don't know what the words I'm sorry is. They don't know what the genuine change behavior means. They don't give a fuck. So now we got people dying on this hill for Kevin Hart and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, ain't nobody worth their salt is going to be risking their paycheck for that shit. I promise you. D.L. Hewley doesn't care because he knows he has some level of toxic male that's going to be like, he's absolutely right. And that's the other thing about this world. There's always going to be people that's going to believe somebody because that's the way they feel. Because as long as your opinion matches mine, then I'm going to like you. That's not how the world works. Certain, certain times and certain things, your opinion have to change, at least listening to evidence, at least listening to people who are living the life. I don't know what it's like to be a, a, a homosexual. I don't know what it's like to be a transsexual. But does that make me want to discount what they have to go through? Fuck no. But because I, I wouldn't want them discount the fact that I am a black woman and everything that I have to go through in my own community and in the world in general. But I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, my God, he's gay. I can't do it. Oh, my God, she's a lesbian. Oh, she's trans. What? The thing about it is it, that's not what affects me about people. If I know that about them, then certain things will pop into my head because I know in the world I live in that people don't care about them. And it's not a sympathy thing. It's really how society treats them. Society has this huge level of disrespect for homosexuals, for transsexuals, and then gets mad when, the, you know, young kids are getting killed because they say they're, they're transgender, they're bisexual, blunt force trauma to the head by their own parents because they say these things instead of just asking and having a genuine conversation with your child 
people talking about, I don't want to have no gay kids. I don't want to have no gay. You can't determine that sexuality. If your child comes out gay, you know what you have to do? You have to be there to love them and support them because the world itself is dangerous as is. No one goes around choosing that shit. But motherfuckers want to be so high and mighty to choose that hill to die on. That's the hill you want to die on. I don't want my child to be gay. Because of what? That doesn't make sense. If you said, I am worried for my child because he's gay. Because I know how the world is. That is a whole different sentence. Because that means you love your child, but you are concerned because you know the rest of the world doesn't love them the way you do. And you want to make sure they come home every day. These are just the conversations that black people have with their black children to make sure that they come home. But instead, we want to defend some asshole. Because to me, Kevin Hart is an asshole. To me, Kevin Hart is an asshole. We get these people to certain echelons in their career, and then they're not really that funny anymore or the things that they do. His actions make him an asshole. His actions dictate why I call him an asshole. His actions do. His forced words, his actions make me call him an asshole. Because you're willing to die on this hill. It was your dream. You put it out there, your dream to host the Oscars. When these tweets came out, you first didn't want to apologize, and a half hour later, the Academy forces you to. And then when other people defend your tweets, then all of a sudden you want to feel good about it because it feels good to be re- recognized for what? That means you didn't grow from someone who claims that they apologized years ago for it. You didn't learn shit from it because it ain't affecting your pocketbook. So to pick these hills to die on, to pick these weird subject matters to die on, to sacrifice whatever you've built career-wise or going to be career-wise, because we now live in an age where anything you say, anything you do can be followed to you for the rest of your life. Tweets, podcasts, blogs, everything is now listed in the freaking Library of Congress for everything we do. All people got to do is search your name and find out the shit you said. And I guarantee you, some of us have been really problematic, but a lot of us have grown. A lot of us know, see the world for what it is now. We see how people get beat. We see how people get killed. We see the changes and we try to become better people. But don't pick these bullshit hills to die on and then be wondering why shit's not going your way or the way you would like it to. We have entirely too many people in this world are dealing with a lot of things. Homophobia and transphobia are things that people should not have to worry about. What does someone being trans, what does someone being homosexual really do to affect your everyday life? And I don't say that as not to support. I fully support them because I want these people to live the life that they were granted. That brought them onto this earth because they were brought here to do something. No matter how big or how small. But to want to snuff out someone's life because of their sexuality still does not compute with me. It does not. It will never make sense. And so when you pick a hill to die on, you know, you better have those solid facts about that hill. You know, like I understand climate change and dying on that hill because honestly, we live on one planet and you would swear 
all these old motherfuckers got other places to go. We don't. Certain things are inevitable. And if we can change it, then let's fucking change it. We can change our minds about how we feel about gays and how we feel about trans people. We can. But a lot of us just choose not to because we're so stuck in this weird mindset of what it does. Most of these people go to work just like you do. They pay their taxes. They live their life. They have love. They have hard rate. They have everything that everybody else does because they're human beings. Don't treat them differently because of you got a problem because you're closed-minded. Because your closed-mindedness doesn't see them for the person they are. Don't see them for the genuine light they have. Do not see them because they're living a life. I don't even know if half the people around me are trans or gay unless they feel the need to tell me. And that is the truth. I don't go around being like, oh, he gay. She's a lesbian. She's trans. Uh, look, I grew up in, in a time where the biggest question I ever had was when seeing someone who could be male or female, the androgynous ones. And I never pressed the point of whether they were male or female because to me, it wasn't my business. And to me, that was disrespectful to ask. You know, and even if they were like, even if they felt the need, like some of them would tell me and I'd be like, I wouldn't want to ask you that because that seems very invasive. And they would look at me like I was crazy. But But I was like, I was taught respect. I was taught to respect people. If people are assholes because their personalities are assholes, it doesn't matter what else they're going through. If you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole. And nothing, nothing is going to change that impression of me of you. It doesn't matter whether you are cis, homo, trans, whatever. If you're a fucking asshole to everyone and everything around you, then that's how I'm going to see you. And you can't use that against me because your personality is garbage. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how I judge people. Is your personality trash? Is your personality basically lower than fucking scum of the earth? Then yeah, then you're a fucking asshole and I don't have to deal with you. Not because of anything else going on, but because of your personality. So, if D.L. Hewley and all these other black men want to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, this home, you know, these gay people ruined everything. Gay people don't ruin shit. You've ruined it because your mind is closed like a fucking steel trap. And trying to get any new thoughts in there is like talking to a fucking brick wall. Because you can't fathom the fact that you would have to change and that's why I honestly do fear like I I mean I know one person he has this thing about you know gays and drag and everything like that and I was like I pray that no one in that community ever runs into him ever because I wouldn't want anything to happen to them I pray that nobody runs into him The fact that your mind is so closed and so just disrespectful to people. I pray to God none of that community runs into him. I do. Because I don't... No, 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 no. So for Kevin Hart, for D.L. Hewley and all these other shit, this is why I don't put a lot of stock in people who we start, you know levels of admiration because they're all human beings so there's going to be something that's going to make you wonder why you cared about them in the first place 
And for me, Kevin Hart was never really funny. To me, he was always the short man in the room. To me, he was always the one that had the bit of the Napoleon complex and then when his shit took off, because you know, everyone has their time to shine. He didn't really learn from it. Got that meteoric rise doing all these damn mediocre ass movies, but getting big paychecks. You know, meanwhile treating his first wife like she didn't exist or whatever and disrespecting her and disrespecting his kids. No. My biggest role models in my life are usually the people that I know personally. The ones that I respect role model-wise that I don't know personally is usually for their business acumen or how they think that way. And Kevin Hart is definitely not one of them, and neither is D.L. Hewley. I don't care how many shows they have. I don't care how many things they do. Not everything you have to support just because they're in that culture or in that community, because I guarantee you that's what gets a lot of people held up. And I know people are like, but you got to support your own. I do. But when your personality is trash, I can't support that. Because there are plenty of other black people in my community in general who are profound, who are intelligent, who do massive amounts of things that don't necessarily have to be broadcast everywhere. But I respect their hustle. I respect their business acumen. I respect their thought process. For those that I know, these are ones I love. And those are ones I can have conversations with like this about what is life, what is going on in society. But be very careful about the hills you choose to die on. Be very careful of that. Because we are always ready to point fingers. And I know I pointed fingers at Kevin, but to me, that just shows he's closed-minded. And you can't be so closed-minded that you can't see the bigger picture. I'm not talking about the bullshit of the all lives matter thing these are actual human beings we already know we're fully aware black lives do matter along with everyone else's lives too but i'm not gonna all lives matter that shit fuck no because black people have been dealing with shit for a very long time but there are plenty of marginalized groups that are still dealing with shit too and we need to be open-minded to that as well so for the homophobia it doesn't make sense For the transphobia, it doesn't make sense. But to sit up there and argue that point and then want to die on that hill, then die alone, die miserable, die with your face sunken in, die with people making your face look like something else. Die so that when the ugliness from your soul actually comes out on your skin, people know why. Because you couldn't open your mind to learn something new. And that's all I got to say for truth today. I hope all you wonderful people have a blessed day and I'll talk to you soon.